Jones. So this message, we are gonna be talking about truth, truth. God has been laying some things on my, uh, my heart. And um, you know, yesterday, when I was coming back from the, uh, the radio station, I almost got into a car accident. So I'm using my son's car while my son's away for summer. And, you know, I got really, I got really upset. We've been speaking about anger on the radio. In fact, uh, Sandy and I had some dialogue. I got really upset with this guy because this guy came all the way across the highway to get off at this exit. And the way I avoided the accident, it was almost like a dance. Like I also came off. I think it was like Onlyville or somewhere like that. But I kind of came off because to continue, the way this guy did, it was a mess. And I got really upset. And you know, the guy, I didn't see the guy who was behind me, but I waited for him to come up to the stop sign. And he mouthed, uh, oh, you know, okay, you know, uh, and I, I, I guess I had an angry look on my face. And he mouthed, I've, I, uh, oh, I apologize, of course. I didn't hear him in his car back there apologizing. And he said, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, it's okay. What can I do? And you know what? I calmed down and I said, he's right. He apologized. What, what, what is there to do? Now, what is there to do? And I guess old habits die hard because I was a zero to a hundred guy in no time at all. Because what I came up in, that's how I had to rock and roll. And so, um, so he was right. And a minute, that was the truth. That was the truth. And the truth, we've got to embrace it. I'm going to be talking about truth. And I'm not going to apologize for anything that the Lord puts on my heart. Who I talk about, I'm not going to apologize. So if I offend someone, tough. I prefer that than to offend, than to offend God, really. So Romans 1 verse 18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world is invisible attributes, his eternal power and his divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. For even though they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks, but they, become, they became futile in their speculations. And their foolish heart was darkened. So I'm going to say this. Look what the wrath of God is being revealed against. It's being revealed against those that suppress the truth. Think of suppression. You know what suppression is? It's an active action, right? It is an active action. Even when Freud talks about suppressed memories right even in kids if kids go through something traumatic let me tell you something the the, the coping mechanism i need to try and forget it no kid goes through a horrible trauma abuse or whatever and says oh oh i uh, i need to talk about this 
I need to videotape it. I need to look at the pictures. No. So it's an active suppression. Of course, we understand anybody who's gone through something evil that young. Yeah, it's got to be a coping mechanism. You don't want to think about that, right? Because it makes you think about a lot of other things. But here's the thing that we are talking about. So deep down in, inside everybody's spirit, God has put the truth there. And we know this. We know he has put eternity in our hearts. Well, yeah, there are people who, who go seeking for all different kinds of stuff. I don't care what they are doing. Bungee jumping. I'm a seeker. Robert, I'm seeking for the truth. Oh, I'm seeking for the, the truth. Many people don't know it is Jesus. But God has put that thing in our hearts so that we will seek for that truth. And here's the thing as well. You can have truth aside from God. So what's the definition of truth then? Truth is something that exists outside of you. It's something that exists outside of someone. So I couldn't say to someone, okay, Jesus Christ died for all mankind. Right, and I've accepted him as my savior. Now, another person couldn't say, oh, well, you know, I'm glad you're happy. Well, that's true for you. It's not true for me. No, no, it's true for everybody. If it's true for me, it's true for everybody. See, something that is subjective is an interpretation. That's not truth. It's an interpretation. Truth is something that is universal. It's everywhere. Water boils at 100 degrees, right, in America. Same, it does in China too, does in Korea too. It does wherever you go. It's the same thing. That's a universal, that is a universal thing. If I, if I tell, so my son's out of the country now, if I tell uh, 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 Sandy, I woke up at nine o'clock this morning, and then I tell my son, oh, son, yeah, I woke up at 10 o'clock. I'm lying. Right? I'm, I'm lying. There has to be coherence. And, and, and I'm actively lying. So I'm not dozing off lying. I'm suppressing. That's what suppressing is. Ever gone swimming, you try to push a ball down in a pool? That's suppression. That is suppression i don't mean to sound morbid or anything but there's um we've all seen those uh those those movies right where somebody's got a silencer on a gun the real maybe the silencer actually is a suppressor it suppresses sound that's what it does and so so is is why this is important why this is very important is because when we deny truth anywhere, we are really denying the reality of God. It's important. It, I, listen, in every, every way, when we deny truth, and we know that we are doing it. I had a, a, a preacher actually um, say uh, something, and he admitted he was lying. He was talking about, oh, he got uh, stopped uh, by the police, and oh, you know your uh, uh, um, uh, uh, taillight 
uh, was out. And the preacher, oh, my taillight's out. That was lying. He knew. He knew he was lying. You, he knew he was suppressing the truth. And here's the thing. is what God does. When God gives you truth, depending on what you get after that, you know what? 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 So what you get after that depends on how you respond to the truth he's given to you. Really, depends on how you respond to that truth that he's given to you. So when God gives you light, you know, you respond accordingly, you'll get more light. Whereas if you don't, you'll be walking in darkness. And here's the thing. When you lie, you are in the domain of Satan. You are in the domain of Satan. And when you get in that domain, I'm going to tell you something. It's very, very, very easy to lie to yourself. The Bible says that in the last days, after the rapture, right, God is going to allow, right, this spirit of deception to take over. You know why? Because the Holy Spirit, the restrainer, is taken out of the way after the rapture. It's going to be very, very difficult for people to get saved. Really. Because this power of, of the Spirit that's here right now, it brings conviction. When you get convicted, when you come to Christ, that is because of the Holy Spirit. I said before, John 6, verse 65, I believe, where Jesus said, nobody can come to me unless the Father draws them. You can't discover this by yourself. And why am I saying this now? It's because God has been putting this whole idea of truth on my heart. we got to stand in the truth. I'm going to tell you, the Bible says, buy the truth and don't sell it. We've done that a lot in the political arena. Really, stop lying and covering up for people. Buy the truth and do not sell it. You know, I sent Sandy over a, a story which really, really touched me, where a man, this was amazing how this man did it. So his son, and his son was the most prolific arsonist in American history, I believe, at least at that time. And this man saw this sketch profile of his son. And I was so surprised. The man, and I never forget how he did it. He said, that looks like my son, Paul. Whoa. Normally, people are going to people. Doesn't that look like your son? No. It looks a little bit like it, but it's not. This was a man who did not suppress the truth, really. He said, that looks like my son, Paul. I'm telling you right now, and it was his son, actually. It was his son. But I'm telling you right now, the way forward for us to truly break out of all of this foolishness that we, we are in, because the church is not advancing. The church is not even staying where it is. It's going, it's going backwards. The way to break out is to own the truth. Yes, the truth stings. But here's also the other thing too. Here's why I say this. 
why say the, the political arena? Because we're acting like it's the political arena that is going to save us. It's not. It is not. It's the eternal arena. And we cannot be lying about things going on on earth and expect to have a great eternity. No. No. Yo, we have to embrace the truth. You know what? If it's my son that's wrong, it's my son that's wrong. It's not, oh, uh, hold on a second. He's my son, so he's not wrong. In other words, what I'm saying is this, is truth is something outside of ourselves. So if I now say that something is true, right? I say something is true regardless of the consequences. Remember Jean Valjean, he said, he said, he stood up in that court and he said, I am Jean Valjean. Now, clearly doing that, there was consequences to himself. We all know that, you know, even Javert, when he came back, he came back to him, he said, he's no longer mayor. Of course, he's no longer mayor. He's a convict who's on the run. That's what we have to start. We have to start embracing, embracing the truth and not suppressing it. And that's everywhere. If we are wrong, yeah, if I'm pulled over, if that guy who was actually saying, I've apologized, and he even said, he said, come on, calm down, calm down. He was right. That guy was right. Before, I probably would have said, no, he's not right because you nearly got me into a car accident. But you know what? I got to say, so what? He was right. What am I going to do? Pull him out of his truck? No, no, he was right. And he said, I've apologized. That's all there was to do. So what we've got to do is we've got to buy the truth and do not sell it. You know, I watched this um, uh, documentary on uh, Netflix of the, uh, the Central Park uh, uh, Five. And I saw the, uh, they have a video of the kids when they were arrested and they were talking about what um, the crime that they did. You know, looked at those kids and I said, no way. You know why? They were too docile. This was a very, very vicious, the woman was brutalized. These kids, they were just so docile. This was a crime that was done by someone. It wasn't done by five kids. It was done by someone who was criminally sophisticated. These kids were way too docile. You know what? They didn't have, you could just even see how they were laughing and giggling. They, they didn't have that kind of viciousness that was needed to commit this crime. That's even before we even get to the evidence. And then you uh, look at uh, the evidence. It's, it's impossible to commit such a crime like that, of course, without leaving any forensic evidence. But that was someone who suppressed the truth, right? In order now to meet the public demands of a vicious crime happening. This is about truth, nothing else. It's all about embracing truth. Because if you turn your back on truth, let me tell you, you won't grow. You won't grow is the other thing that will happen. Your life will go down a dark path. So in other words, you won't be effective for God. Here's my greatest tool in therapy. It's the truth. You shall know the truth, and the truth will set you free. 
really. So we have to, we have to embrace him. Look what he says as well. It talks about, because that which is known about God is evident within them, for God made it evident to them. For since the creation of the world is invisible attributes, his internal power and divine nature have been clearly seen, being understood through what has been made, so that they are without excuse. So anybody that has suppressed the truth is going to be without excuse. You know, I'm going to say this now. If, if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be hearing from God. You are supposed to be hearing from God. Here's how you're never going to hear from God. You're never going to hear from God if you reject anything that is true. You are never going to hear from God if you reject anything that is true. And then, look, what he says. He says that even though they knew God, even though, so even though people know God and they know, and I'm, I, I am now here, also talking about Christians. Paul is talking about a different argument, but I'm talking about Christians here because we know as Christians, if we lie, we know it's wrong, but we still do it. And here's the thing, a lie cannot take you anywhere good. And you know, when Jesus said, you know, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free and you are my disciples, but he talks about continuing in the truth to be his disciples. So this now is a continuous, a continuous action of staying in the truth. It doesn't matter how it stings. Yeah, there'll be a sting, but watch what opens up to us. We have to embrace the truth. If you close the door on God's light, then you are in darkness. There's a scripture, 1 Corinthians 1, verse 18, and it says this. It says in a lot of versions, for the word of the cross, um, some versions say for the message of the cross to those that are perishing is foolish, but to us who are being saved, it's the power of God. You know what that is actually saying? The historical event of the crucifixion is actually speaking truth to people's spirits. That event, God has actually set it up where it speaks truth to people's spirits. Jesus said that when I'm lifted up, I will draw all men to myself. That event is actually speaking truth to our spirit. When we lie in any kind of way, you know what we do? We suppress that. So we're su we are suppressing the power. Paul said when he came to the church of Corinth, I did not come with enticing words. I did not come with lies, trying to persuade people. I came knowing nothing except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I came only knowing the truth. And my, my speech and my preaching were not with enticing words, but with, with this demonstration of the spirit and of power and of power so that your faith would not rest on the wisdom of men but on the power of god we have to embrace truth folks 
You want your way forward. You want a bright future. I'm telling you, embrace the truth. Yeah, I didn't like it when that guy said, essentially was uh, really calming me down. So a guy who I never, before I never, you could never have done that to Robert before. I almost get Robert in an accident and calm me down and tell me it's okay. And it would not have happened. Really. But I said right there. Yeah, he's right. That was the truth. I didn't like it, but he was right. You know, and I noticed one thing as well. It's like, I used to have the, almost like, I know it was anger, but this thing that used to come up inside of, and I'm telling you, you and it, it wasn't there any longer. And it was a wonderful, wonderful thing. And I've been saying that since that accident. That guy was right. Even though he almost got me into an accident. In not in my car, my son's car, right? And my son at the airport when I dropped off in JFK. Oh, dad, take care of my baby. <laughs> yeah, right? And so even though all of that happened, it was a good test, really. And I'm saying a guy who almost caused me an accident, and it was a very reckless move he made, he was right that he should calm down. And I'm going to continue on in this truth. For a while now, as we talked about love, we're talking about truth. It's important. Here's the reason why it's important. And I'll tell you something. You know, I said, I had an IT guy here today. I said, you know, if I wanted to, I could come up with conspiracy theories and you would never know. Okay. I just said to him, I threw one out. I said, okay, JFK wasn't really assassinated. He didn't want to be president anymore. And he wanted to live in Hawaii. And that's why he faked his death. How would you know that that wasn't true? How would you know? Think about it. Really, we can throw anything out there. And here's what God is showing me. You know, these fools who are dealing, and I'm calling them fools because they are, who are dealing with these conspiracy theories. You know what they're doing? You know what they're doing? They're detracting from the truth. So I'm going to say this. Focus on what you know, on the truth that you know. Here's the principle. One in the hand is worth two in the bush. Really, one in the hand is worth two in the bush throw it we can throw out all different kinds of things there oh the queen of england's really an alien you know oh wow i mean really really that means you could throw so much foolishness out there right and what does it do all it does is muddy up the water but so many people hmm hmm i wonder she kind of looks a little strange yeah Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that, you know something, that crown she puts on her head, ah, that, that could be from outer space. People will believe it, I'm telling you. People will believe it. John and I, my good friend, uh, John Delry, we're talking about uh, um, Simone Biles, and it was, oh, she pulled out of the Olympic, and it was almost like people were going towards some conspiracy theory that she pulled out so that the Russians could win. Okay, what? She's a Russian asset now? Well, she kind of does look like a black Russian. You know? I mean, what I'm saying for yeah, I know, because, well, you're laughing. Yeah, because it's foolishness. And that's what we got to get away from. And the fact that Christians are engaging in that foolishness at the expense of this, this is my point. This is why the church is not affected. Nothing has changed since the early church, except they had the wisdom of God not to believe this nonsense, really, not to get involved in this 
politics. I don't know if you heard me, Sandy, but I said something yesterday about Christians are focused on winning arguments and losing audiences because that's what they've done. Really, this is what they have done. I tell you, the amount of kids that come down, the parents are, oh, oh, she's gay, she's LGBTQ. You know why? You know why these kids know she's not really. She just doesn't want the marriage that you've got. She just doesn't want that. So you know what? Anything is attractive with this. We have to get back to victory. Really, for we have to get back to living in victory. God is putting this on my heart because God, I just said to myself, actually, I didn't want to engage in anything to do with conspiracies or whatever. But a lot of people are going to be going to hell. I'm telling you, really. And I said to this IT guy today, you know, a lot of these people are making up this stuff. Well, I'm a Christian. Well, what about Matthew 7 that people will come to me? Oh, Lord, Lord, uh, didn't we prophesy in our name? You know what? You know what these people who are embracing these lies will say, oh, that's not for me. That's for someone else. Yeah, it's for someone else until you get there. We need to get this right, really. We need to engage in truth for the church to be embracing conspiracy theories, thinking that somehow that is going to put things right here on earth. And God never told us to put things right here on earth. God told us to make disciples, to make disciples. God told us to build up treasures in heaven, right? Really, this is it. And in fact, God is putting on my heart. I want to have a truth conference. Really, I want to have a truth conference because in my calling, I want to do everything I can do so that I can stand before God and say, I don't have blood on my hands and all of these people who are just lying, covering up for people, defending people that we all know are lying. I have, I told them what they do with it because that's really what truth is about. It's what you do with it. This is what it's about. Whether you use it for good, it's what you do with it. That guy, that movie, Le Miserable, is a great, 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 great example of what this man did with the truth. You know, the great thing about that movie is that, is this, is that someone would have thought, whoa, this guy would have been in the first, first pawn shop and pawned those candlesticks and probably would have drank it all the way. But he didn't. He kept those candlesticks. You know, he kept all those candlesticks, right? What the treasure he took away from the bishop was the truth. That's what enabled him to build up his life. So it wasn't that he pawned the candlesticks, went and started investing in the stock market or anything. No, he went on this path of truth. You remember there's a part where he's trying to get into the courthouse where the guy says, oh, it's full. You can't get in. And of course, he really doesn't want to do it. Who would? And then he said to the guy at the court, he said, oh, so I can't get in. He said, uh, no. And that was going to be his justification because this was a man that didn't want to suppress the truth. And then you know what the guy said to him? Unless me sure is a public official. And then he stands up and he says, I am the mayor of Vigo. And then he goes in. See, so he tried to get out of it. But this was a guy that wasn't going to suppress the truth. Really. Remember the guy in the last castle 
where the general actually said, work with me, I can get you out of it. All you have to say is that, you know, you're loopy. He said, nothing's wrong with me. This was the guy who didn't want to suppress the truth. Right, really? We, and, and listen, and it's not like those two men I just mentioned. I mean, it was to their advantage, really, if you think about it, suppressing the truth, but they didn't. That man with his father, he said, that looks like my son, Paul, because that doesn't look anything like my son, Paul. He's a man who didn't want to suppress the truth. This is what we've got to get to, where we embrace the truth. If we are suppressing the truth for other people, let, let me tell you something. Here's the thing. You're not helping yourself and you're not helping them if you're suppressing the truth. That's what you have to understand. Right? Really, you're not going to lie yourself to somewhere good. It's not going to happen. Really, it is not going to happen. As I said, that guy yesterday, I mean, really, it put so much in my mind my, my, after that. That guy is right. Look, a guy who caused me an accident, he is right. He is right. You know, he apologized. I didn't hear the apology. Of course, he was in his car behind me. And then I waited for him to come up to the stop sign, and he was right. And so for me, being angry, if I would have had the chat, you're right. Sorry, I'm angry. Really. It not, I know God has changed me. I never, I wouldn't even been able to say something, do something like that before. Right. And this is it. Now we have to embrace the truth. There's not one single person that can say not embracing the truth, not uh, that, that embracing deceit has helped them. No. Because you're in enemy, the enemy's camp. Really, you are in the enemy's camp. And the crooked path cannot go straight. It cannot. Really. The enemy will do nothing. He's come to kill, steal, and destroy. Christ came that we may have life and life more abundantly. And here's the thing that we have to remember. Christ doesn't give us truth. He is the truth. John 14, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to the Father except by me. You watch. That's why I want people to keep journals. You put these principles into practice. I guarantee, watch how your life is six months from now. Really, six months from now. Oh, my word. The way I used to tell, tell lies, I told lies out of my insecurities. Really. I told lie out of my out of my insecurities. Even when I met girls when I was uh, older, even my son's mother. Oh, you know, how was your childhood? Oh, it was good. It was good. Because I was so ashamed of everything that I went through. I, I, yeah, because my entire life had been like defending my childhood. Oh, that sounds messed up. So oh, it was good. It was good. But no, it, it wasn't. You used to lie out of insecurities, many different reasons why people lie. Let's now start telling the truth. I said, my son came out of high school. When he graduated high school, I told him I tried to uh, uh, kill myself. Really, it was a diff difficult conversation. And guess what else I told him? I told him that I wanted his mother to have an abortion. I told him that. Even my mentor, who's a great man of God, said, oh, Robert, that was risky. I said, no, I knew I should do it. Get out of this way of just 
talking sugar candy. Let's talk truth. Really, I'm telling you, it is not going to, to help you. And I know, I know one thing, and I'm going to give these messages. As I said, I do not care about offending anybody. I care about the long term. I don't care about offending myself. I care about the long term effect. I know that I have said what God has put on my heart because when you start sugarcoating it, oh yeah, you take the power out of the gospel. And this is what Paul said. I came with a demonstration of the spirit and of power and of power. Nobody's ever, nobody, even my son, has never ever heard me espouse any kind of politician or said that this person should, nobody's ever done that. Nobody, not even my son. And I never ever will because it's foolishness. And we, we have embraced it like it's the way forward. And the people are all lying to, I would believe whatever they say, thinking that they care about it, thinking that they take, they're not taking us anywhere good. It's only Christ who's taking us somewhere good. Our citizenship is in heaven from which we await a savior. Forget about fixing it. There's nothing in scripture that talks about us fixing here. It talks about laying up treasures in heaven. You can't do both. Keep seeking things above. You know what? I'm not Houdini. I don't know how to keep seeking things above and things below at the same time. I don't know how to do it. Maybe you do. You know, I used to love those ventriloquists, right? I used to love those when I was a kid, right? Listen, let's stop the foolishness. And here's the other thing too that we have to remember to, here's what we have to remember. Here's what we have to remember. This thing that we're doing right now, it's not working. It's not working. Who can be honest now and really count two people, two Christians who are living in real victory? Come on, come on. Let's, really, these people are not living. This is the thing. These people are not living in victory. I had a client who called me. I really didn't want to. All right, Robert, I'm all stressed out. Yo, uh, this election was nonsense. I don't want that person. Really, I don't want, I don't want that person because you focus on the wrong thing. You got to be focused on truth, not men, not men. This doesn't matter who won. Sandy was there. Sandy, do you remember when I preached in that church and I said, I don't care who's in the White House? Remember that? Yeah. Because I want to take the fault of this nonsense. Really, it's this. It is this. Because I know with this, I can get done. Whatever I need to get done, regardless who's in the White House, regardless, really, regardless, didn't matter who was in the White House for me to get delivered from bipolar one. That's a heavy duty mental disorder. That's just a step down from schizophrenia. When people, in fact, actually, you know, I was telling someone the other day, do you know that if you were diagnosed with bipolar one, you can get disability? They are, they, I mean, they always give you a hard time about disability, but you can get disability. Depression, that's a big, big, big stretch. But bipolar one qualifies you for disability. So does schizophrenia. Because most people, when they are diagnosed with bipolar one, productivity diminishes. And so you'll see people, intelligent people, bipolar one, wheeling carts in parking lot, doesn't matter what they uh, did. Uh, college, where it doesn't matter. It's the disorder, it's the nature of the disorder. And I know it's only this that did that. 
So I'm saying truth, folks, truth, truth, truth. Thank you.